0: Welcome to the Wicked Veracity Podcast with Robin Langford, episode 83, Fate and Free Will, the Astrology for the Week of July 11th through July 17th. The first part of this week is ideal for getting a lot of work done, while the second half of the week is far more emotionally tumultuous. There are ways of being and doing things that are praised by friends, family, and society that have nothing at all to do with what is best for you and far more to do with what is best for them or what makes them most comfortable with their own lives. It is so very easy to live the entirety of one's life seeking the external validation of various relationships and so much harder to create a life, a love, a relationship to the divine to others, and to oneself that is grounded in an authentic desire for personal growth and evolution. Neither choice is wrong. Nothing is wrong with safety. Human civilization was built around finding ways to garner reciprocity in order to establish stability. But sometimes, the structures we've built for ourselves keep us stuck in outdated modes of being that no longer provide the safety needed to foster growth. Instead, they keep us comfortable with stagnation. Buckle up. I'm just getting started. Monday is one of the least eventful days of the astrological week, which makes it ideal for starting the week on a positive, productive note. Early Tuesday morning, the moon moves into Capricorn, where it's eager to work on all of the things in a very grounded and deliberate way. Venus and Saturn are working together to help you gain clarity about a commitment you've been considering involving a romantic or creative endeavor. Wednesday, we have an intense full moon in Capricorn. The last two years have been a period of transformation for everyone, and 2020 will forever be the pivotal before and after point. Whenever we have a significant astrological event in Capricorn, it will reactivate the themes that were irrefutably altered for each of us. This is not a revisiting of the exact topic that looks completely different for you now than it did prior to 2020. However, it will be related to those themes that underwent radical shifts, and that can be intense. Going backward is never the way forward, which sounds obvious, but it's actually counterintuitive for most people out there living their lives day to day, including me. Growth is scary because it requires letting go of what you once wanted. If I'm honest, even knowing that what you currently desire is available to you is terrifying because it's new. You don't know how to handle it on a day to day basis and you don't know where it's going and it can be scary to think about losing it or messing it up. That's normal. It's normal to want to go back to what is familiar because at least then you know what to expect and you won't be disappointed if it fails because you've been through that before. That's why people regain weight once they hit their goal. It's why old relationships seem like a good idea when you find someone new that has the qualities you've been looking for. It's why people will decline a job that's exactly what they've been hoping for to stay at one they don't love. And it's why entrepreneurs nuke their businesses by changing offers or niches when they are close to or reach a new milestone. People romanticize the past because then it's easier to justify going backward and they avoid the future because the path forward is intense and scary and it's possible there's a line out there waiting to eat you. A lot of people have been walking that line between what is comfortable and being all in for something new. I have two favorite quotes for times like this. The first one is, comfort doesn't change you, which comes from the life coach school. And the second is God Hates a Coward, which comes from the Little House series by Laura Ingalls Wilder. As you may or may not know, I have strong Cancer and Libra placements, and I really love being comfortable. I'm also polytheistic and a little heretical and don't really care what any individual deity hates or likes. Nevertheless, I love these quotes because they remind me that what I really want, the type of life, romantic relationships, friendships, and experiences I value, are going to be hard and scary to achieve and obtain. What I want in the moment, to eat cookies, to scroll Instagram, obsess about my ex, people please, escape into fiction or work, or to do what I should because someone else thinks it's the right thing to do, is going to feel easy and comfortable, or at the very least familiar, even if it's dysfunctional. That's why people will stay in abusive relationships, at a job that makes them miserable, interact with family that are detrimental to their mental health, or any of the other things that are antithetical to one's deepest desires. The Capricorn full moon is about getting real about the work you need to do to have what you really want. It's not about being comfortable or convenient. And let's be clear, I'm not talking about how difficult it is to make a bad situation work. I'm talking about how difficult it is to live into the new way of being that you've realized was an option since the foobar nature of 2020 flipped your life upside down. All right, let's talk manifestation. The day of the full moon, at any point before it is actually full, which is 2.37 p.m. Eastern this time, is great for manifestation magic. Well, what does that mean? Ask your cards how to achieve what you want, complete a ritual, or take action in a significant way to move you towards something you know you want. After the full moon, it's time to begin releasing anything that's holding you back from manifesting what you want. The full moon will be especially powerful for anyone with planets at or around 21 degrees in Libra, Cancer, Aries, or Capricorn. If you have planets or points near this degree, those planetary or house topics will also be activated. If you're not sure what this means for you, working with an astrologer can help connect the various pieces and put them together. Or if you want someone to talk it out with who will hold space for the version of yourself you know is possible, I highly recommend working with a life coach. If you'd like both in one convenient package, you can schedule a session with me at wickedveracity.com backslash fate and free will coaching. To see the specific area of life that is highlighted during this Capricorn full moon, follow me on Instagram or visit the show notes at wickedveracity.com podcast. Thursday carries forward the intensity of the full moon, but with an added touch of idealism or delusion. Open your heart and mind and be willing to be inspired. The astrology for Friday is a bit more serious than usual. Focus on pragmatic action that adapts to the reality of the moment to get the most out of the energy of the day. Saturday is much softer, with the moon moving into Pisces early in the morning. Mid-afternoon, the sun and Mercury will join together to offer emotional and mental clarity. Pay careful attention to any insights or information you receive today and the way it makes you feel. Sunday is all kinds of dreamy. Mercury and the sun in Cancer try Neptune and Pisces, giving you access to creative, artistic, intuitive, channeled inspiration and information. Sunday night, Venus moves into Cancer. This puts additional focus on the cancer area of your chart and helps you attract what you desire. Again, to see the area of life by rising sign, you can visit wickedveracity.com podcast or follow me on Instagram where I am wicked.veracity. Until next time, my wish for you is the courage to move away from what is comfortable and familiar and towards that which requires terrifying growth.